He is Nicholas Perez. He is Ben Perez. And we are the Box 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 Brothers Podcast. Nicholas, we are back again. I'm excited to see your face. Anything that you want to talk about before we get into it? Any burning questions on the top of your head? No. No? I'm just a blank slate. 100% ready. All right. Well, let's get into this today. We are continuing our preseason conversations and preseason predictions for the F1 grid. We've started with a reverse grid. Last week, we did get into Haas and Aston Martin. And today, we are going to get into Alfa Romeo and the number five team. Or, yeah, the number five. No. Yeah, five. We're doing six and five. Six and six and five. Six and five, which is Alfa Romeo and McLaren. So, Nick, you have Alfa Romeo, so I will let you take it away. Alfa Romeo. Let let me talk you through some Alfa Romeo right here. Lay it on me, Nick. Lay it on me. So, coming into this year, they had a pretty decent 2021 season, if I'm not mistaken. They had pretty good. They started out very strong. Yeah, and then they fell off a bit. But they had the the baselines for a great team. Did they capitalize on that team this year? Maybe. So they made Juan Yuzhou came in, and he kind of made a difference. I don't know. He scored points on his opening day race in Bahrain, mm-hmm. which like only like twenty other rookies had done that. But he he set off a, he set off on the good right foot. But then we didn't see much of him for the rest of the season. This team was carried hands down by Valtteri Bottas, absolutely slugging that car into races that it just shouldn't have been in. Guan Yin Zhou helped out a little bit, but the majority of the points were all on Valtteri Bottas. This team has great potential. It's Don't they have a new title sponsor? No, they're still at Romeo. They're... Saba is now under Audi control, so Audi is going. Saba is the like underlying thing, underlying business that owns that F1 team. So Alfa yeah. Romeo is just a title sponsor. They don't provide any engines. They don't provide any engineers. So Saba has sold it to the Audi Corporation, Volkswagen Corporation, and that's why in 2026, with the new engine regulations, new technical regulations, Audi is going to come in and take over that that Saba phone sponsorship. Yeah, so they have a really good team, um, new team principal now. Which Who was have they it? decided their team principal? I don't think so. I know Andreas Seidel is their new CEO, so he might he might come in and take the the team principal role until oh. then. Um, so he might do a Zach Brown and see what happens there, because Zach Brown is the CEO and the team principal. So he might have a similar role, but it has yet to be determined. They had a very consistent team this year. They were always up in the fight, always trying to points. Valtteri made it a lot of times in the Q3. Mm -hmm. He actually kept on to his Q3 appearance record for a couple weeks in 2022. 
think it wasn't until Monaco or Spain that he lost it. Yeah, and I think that's when Alpha's Alpha's performance really dropped off was around mid-season, and it might have been some upgrades. They were near the minimum late at the beginning of the year, and they definitely gave them advantage. And it was one of the reasons why their car was so quick. And then as other teams got closer to that weight limit, the minimum weight limit, and improved their cars, Alpha just didn't seem to bring as many upgrades or their upgrades just weren't as efficient and effective as other teams who did similar things around the same time. Yes, and I feel like they're on the up and up, but I do think that they are going to take that step back in 2023 going down to eighth place because I just don't think they have I don't I don't think Guan Yun Zhou is going to be the future and I could be eating my words in a couple months but I don't think he's he didn't really compete with Valtteri this year I mean granted when you have Mercedes journeyman Valtteri Bottas he's he's an amazing outstanding driver but I feel like he I don't feel like he's going to be the future Guan Yun Zhou is. Yeah, so. I mean, fair enough. I agree with that sentiment. Guan Yun Zhou came in third in the F2 championship, and part of the reason why he was selected for Alfa Romeo was because he's a paid driver, so he was bringing in a lot of the Chinese sponsorships, a lot of the Chinese money coming into F1 with the Chinese F1 race this year. It's in near Shanghai, right? Uh, it's actually not happening. Oh, never mind. That would have been huge. It did get canceled off of the list because of COVID things. I just forgot about that. Um, anyway, with that, I think that was a big draw as well, since that was on the grid, was on the calendar, and was going to be a big driving force for him. Um, so I think as Audi has bought it. There's been less need for that money, and I know they've been talking about rumors of Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher coming in and making it an all-German style squad. So I think Guang Yuzhou has a decent F1 career. I don't see him staying in longer than maybe like three, four years. He might become a like he might move over to Haas after Nico Hulkenberg or go down to Williams. I think he's a solid driver. I don't think that he's a Nicholas Latifi or Nikita Mazepin or a Mick Schumacher where you don't have faith that they can at least get points. He's been shown that he's been able to get points and step into a car and drive decently. Um, I just don't think that he's the world-changing drivers of a Leclerc or a Hamilton or a Max Verstappen. So he's in that middle tier of drivers who are solid, but they won't win. They will never be like a yeah. They'll never be a world champion. Yeah. So I like Joe as a person, though. He's a seems like a really cool guy. I'd go hang out with him. I'd have a beer. Yeah, I think he's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Where do you? So you say they're going to be eighth in the constructors championship, and then are you just going to? Where are you putting um, the on the drivers championship? I'm not too sure about that because. Just don't know. Alright, fair enough. I have them lower. I think I have them in since they're eighth, that would be we have 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. And I think Guang Yu is going to be 16. Um, and then about Valtteri 
gets up a little bit. Um, someone else, I think I had him at like 14th or something in the driver's championship. I just don't think that their car is going to be as good this year to actually compete and get consistent Q3s and consistent points finishes. That makes sense. Cool. Anything else? Now you... No? All right, cool. So this week, Nick, I had McLaren. We have the two drivers, uh, Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo was axed last year. He is getting $25 million to be a reserve driver for Red Bull. Um, Sadly, it didn't work out for them because we are both big Honey Badger fans and we're going to miss seeing his goofy smile each week. But they probably were one of the biggest disappointments of the 2022 F1 season because the partnership with Daniel Ricciardo just never panned out. And even though their car wasn't great, Lando Norris was able to consistently get into the points finishes. He was usually coming in like sixth or seventh, so he was getting a decent points haul. And over the course of the year, I think he had close to 75% of the points scored for the McLaren team. And Daniel just wasn't able to match his production out on track. So it was no wonder that McLaren did make a move and I'm excited to see Oscar Piastri. He has a similar road to F1 as George Russell and Charles Leclerc and we've seen how well that they've done but he won F3 in his first season and F2 in his first season and F2 against really good drivers. I'd have to go back and look at who he was competing against for that F2 championship Um, but he had a little bit of a slower slower route to f1 was with the alpine drivers academy forever so i think with him getting into making that move from alpine to mclaren was probably the best i have more faith in mclaren moving forward than alpine even though alpine created a rocket ship of a car i think if both Mm -hmm. drivers were scoring in the points mclaren would have easily taken fourth and it wouldn't have even been a battle for fourth and fifth between mclaren and alpine as it was last year yeah i I totally agree with that yeah so they're in a similar they're in a similar situation as aston martin with building new facilities getting their new wind tunnel built and ready it's going to be interesting because those technical achievements, those technical innovations won't be seen for another two years. And that's going to be really pushing it on Lando Norris and whether he's going to stay with the team in the future. I think they're going to be, It's their wind tunnel has already been pushed back. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they develop the car, how quick they get. And 2024 is going to be the last year that McLaren has to prove to Landon Norris that they can build a championship winning car because if not I think that he goes somewhere else I think that 2020 like going into the 2025 season it's going to be a completely new grid Mm, I know Lewis Hamilton just signed or just signed a new deal for a couple years he'll be there until he wants to like he wants to leave i don't see them kicking him out um possibly unless george unless george russell just becomes good but i see 
Hamilton staying as long as he can. I know there's been rumors on Charles Leclerc going to to Mercedes. If that happens, then there leaves a spot open at Ferrari, and I'm sure Ferrari would jump at the chance of having Landon Norris. So preseason 2025 grid, I think that if McLaren doesn't get a car ready, then Lando could easily go over to pull the Carlos signs, be re- re-reunited with his Spanish brethren, and be driving for Ferrari F1 and Leclerc's over at Mercedes competing with Russell. Finally, I'm just most excited to see if Oscar Piastri can join names like Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, and even George Russell, who have come into F1 and beaten their driver, the incumbent driver in their first season, which hasn't happened a lot. And it would put Oscar, if he could beat Landon Norris, in a very select and special group of F1 drivers to, to yeah. do that. I think he will beat Lando Norris in his first season. I think he has that much talent, and I think he has more talent than Lando Norris moving forward. So I think it was smart of McLaren to get Oscar into their car. And because of that, I think that they do finish best of the rest and coming in fourth and I have Lando North finishing eighth in the driver's standings and Oscar Piastri finishing seventh mm-hmm. so yeah that is I, my preview I agree with McLaren. that so yeah any thoughts do you do you believe the hype in Oscar Piastri as well I really don't the only one I believe in is um, Logan Sargent and Nick DeVries yeah. Uh, do you think that Logan wins, beats Albon in his first season? Possibly. I don't know. It, it really depends. Um, I. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else before we hop into our our last segment? No. All right. Well, let's get to that next. Okay, Nick, this week for our draft, we're going to be choosing a constructors championship and we're drafting our five all time drivers to join our team can do anyone dead or alive and you can also base on performance and potential moving forward. So without further ado, um, we're just going to see who can develop and draft the best constructors. So like always, uh, it's a snake draft, and I will give you the first pick. Number one. Number one. Go. They call him the go. I mean, Michael Schumacher. Uh, You had to do it. It was the... The clear number one pick. He has the not only the seven world championships to his name, but he also just has that aura and as that myth, the legend about him. And as you grow older and as you get farther away, like it just becomes more mythos. So Michael Schumacher is one of the best drivers to ever have graced the racetrack. He is a easily number one, worthy of a number one pick. So good on you. And that's a fantastic pick as number one. Yeah. So um, with my number one, I'm going to go with the seven time 
world champion, the only man that has even sniffed Michael Schumacher's legacy. And if he gets one more, he could overtake the GOAT and become the GOATier of the GOATs. I know they're different seasons, they're different regulations. Mercedes has killed it with their twin turbo engine. But with the number one pick, I have to go Lewis Hamilton. He is a dog on the track. He is the best driver of this generation. And there's it's hard to argue he's won it. McLaren, he's beat Fernando Alonso when he was there. He's beat Valtteri Bottas. He's beat Nico Hulkenberg, or not Nico Hulkenberg, Nico Rosberg most of the time. And Nico has a world championship to his name. He... Mm-hmm has the potential to beat George Russell, who also has the shot at a world championship once Hamilton retires. Um, Even when he's not retired, they're going to go toe-to-toe. So he's going to be my number one pick of the draft. I I respect it. I respect it. I like it. I I like that pick. All right. With number two, I'm going to go with the, and this might be recency bias, Nick, but he doesn't give a shit about anyone else out on the track. He is one of the most tenacious drivers he's had so much hype. He was also the youngest driver ever to grace the F1 paddock. And with that, I'm going to go with the two-time world champion, the driver who's racing at the top of his level. And with that Red Bull and how fast they are, I think that they could rattle off another like four championships with that. And he could get up to five or six. So with that, I'm going to take the lion from the Netherlands, the Dutch master, the orange monster, Max Verstappen with my second pick. You know, I, I respect that pick. I respect that pick. He's, he's a good, he's a, he's a good, good driver. Solid. One of my favorite drivers. He's, he's dominant and when, on his day and he's just, he's a dog. That's, yep. that's all I can say about him. That's all, all that you can say. So I, I like it. All right. Who are you drafting with your second pick, Nick? Who am I drafting? Who yeah. am I drafting? Which dog are you taking? Hmm. That's a good that's a good question. Who am I gonna take? Give me Nicky Louder. Nicky Louder? Alright. Nick, I wanted him with my third pick. He's him second overall. Yeah, he is one of the best drivers to have ever graced the F1. Primarily why Ferrari is Ferrari of the day. Like he saw that they were Ferrari back in the day came in and was like hey you need to cut this shit out and i'll show it to you they were like ah get get the hell out of here and then he was like no i'll prove it to you if you want you can fire me afterwards but this is what you need to do and he created a rocket ship of a car three-time world champion his face blown up and to still get back in the car the same season just incredible incredible yeah and he is the reason why lewis hamilton is at mercedes Alright, who's who are you taking with your third pick then? Who am I taking with my third pick? No. Who am I taking with my third pick, Ben? No. Is it even a question? Yeah, it is. That's why I'm Give asking me. you. Stop bashing. Battle. Oh. Four time world champion at the Red Bull. On a, on his on his day, no one could come close to him yeah. in a car. Yeah. Just absolutely insane. Lad. Yeah, good, good on you. That's a fantastic pick. I, there's nothing that I can say. Huge Vettel fan. He was 
crazy in those Red Bulls. Came in, beat Mark Webber. No, did beat Mark Webber. Yeah, he did beat yeah. Mark Webber um, a couple seasons. And then Daniel Ricardo came in and also beat Mark Webber. So that shows you what how good Mark Webber is. But <laughs> he he had a rocket ship in the car and the last of the V8, V8, V8 engines for Red Bull. So good pick. I, I had him... I had him high. He's going to be my next pick. So, get on you for stealing him from my my third. But with that, my third pick is going to be someone who was taken to taken from us way too early. I think if the drivers had the safety that they had, he easily could have gotten four, five, maybe six world champions. But F1 was such a deadly race. He is listed at one of the best in the world, and with that. He's one of the biggest supplier or biggest. What are you looking at? How could I let him fall this far? I don't know if you're thinking of the same person that that I'm thinking of. I, you're thinking of Senna, right? Yeah, Etten Senna, the, just, the Brazilian, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know Etten, how I let him fall so Etten, far. And Senna coming in as my third pick of the draft. Um, he's an inspiration to a lot of the people on the F1 grid. So. Three-time world champion, I believe. Four-time. Four-time world champion. Um, Etten Senna is coming in at my third pick. Right now, Nick, I have a dog of a team. Hamilton, Verstappen, and Senna. And with my number fourth pick, since this is a snake draft, I'm going to take the Spanish bull, the two-time world champion, the one that took Alpine and gave them their two world titles and is still racing at the age of what is he 67 now seems like it Fernando Alonso with those Michelin tires and that Alpine engine was able to just like throw his car drift it like we were Mario Karting around the corners and got two world championships with that McLaren and Michelin combo so he's going to be my fourth pick yep 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 I respect it alright who are you taking with your fourth and fifth picnic who are you rounding out your constructors team with let me let 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 me go check my poster real quick all right i'll give you time to check the poster that i gave you for christmas last year it only goes up to 2021 season so we do not have the most recent recent drivers on the grid but we will get to that shortly. He's still standing over in the corner and I'm just waiting for him to to come back. Oh, and quick correction, Nick. I'll tell you once you get back. On my final. Hey, Nick, quick, quick correction before you get into your final. Edinson does only have three world titles. Oh, I thought you had four. Um, Let me just, I'm on the sportingblog.com. But I thought that it was three. All right. All right. Actually, I have four and five, right? You have, yes, you have four and five. Um, yeah, Ed Senna has three world titles, 88, 90, and 91. All right, here are my four and five. Yep. My four, number four, is a goat from back in the day. 
Oh, Echo. Mika, Ayumu. Okay. Okay. Solid driver, two-time world champion. Yep. He got the dog in him for McLaren. No, he's just it's a solid pick. A solid yep. pick. Very solid pick. Now, Number five. Number five. Some claim he's the greatest ever race. Some say that it shows no emotion. Some. Some say that he was as cold as ice. Oh, the person who stole Charles Leclerc's number just because he wanted to. Just because he had to pick a number. Jimmy Raikkonen. Uh, Kimmy Raikkonen. Good, Good pick. Five. Good pick. Uh, lucked into that. Not lucked in, but I'm surprised Ferrari was able to get that world championship. But solid, solid pick. Uh-huh. Rounding out your number five. Um, couldn't good good picks so um now with my number five we're just going to round it out with a solid race car driver i was looking up drivers just a second ago nick and there was a uh, one moi miguel fangio um but all of his photos were black and white so i don't know how good of a race car driver was but there is one person that we have missed on the list and i will just read some of the some of his he is a four time world champion Nick he is known as the professor France's only world champion Alan Prost is coming in at my fifth pick so I don't know about you Nick but I think my constructors my constructors team is gonna kill your constructor I think oh who I am I'm Michael Schumacher yeah. Oh, you can't even. You can't even. That's how good your team is, Nick. You can't even remember after Michael Schumacher. You're just like, hey, Michael, just put the team on your back, get enough race wins, and we don't even have to think about it. You took Nicky Lada as number two. Yeah, I took Nicky Lada, and then three. Come on, who, who was it? Sebastian Vettel. Yep, there it was. And four was Mika Hakkinen, and then five was Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. And you're going up against my Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen. I had the Eden Senna, Fernando Alonso, and Alan Prost. So Fernando was Fernando's the the weak team, weak weak chain of my thing, and I took him fourth. But oh well, we're we're gonna win that drivers championship. Yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, that was fun. It, that would actually be a really fun constructors championship to watch. Yeah. Um, but with that, uh, without further ado, Nick, um, anything else before we sign off? I smell some. I smell some engine fluid. Uh, you, yes. You smell that? Yes. Uh, we have a gas leak on your Ferrari. Uh, please bring it into the paddock. Box, 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 box. Retire the car. Retire the car. 